Welcome to Mavs Daily, brought to you by the Dallas Morning News, where we break down a question, event, news, or trend. My name is Becca from Mavs Digital. Today, I am back with Coach Jenny Busick for the fourth week in a row, and excited to get Coach Jenny back on the pod each week, talking about the growth of the team in the bubble. Some good news, we have officially clinched a playoff spot, but our work is not done in the seeding games. From our local high schools to the pros, we've got North Texas sports covered in more than just the scores from all of the off-season moves to in-season adjustments and maybe even postseason glory. We've got the inside scoop on your favorite teams, players, and coaches. Follow every goal, save, bucket, and touchdown as the Dallas Morning News delivers real local sports journalism from the press box and locker room straight to your inbox. Head to dallasnews.com slash sports now. Coach Jenny, how excited are you for the playoffs? Is this going to be your first playoffs with the Mavs, right? Yep, my first playoffs with the Mavs. I mean, there's nothing like the playoffs. So mm-hmm. this is going to be a great experience for our team, you know, and it's it's fun for everybody. Yeah. How, so what other playoff experiences have you had, um, whether in, you know, college, WNBA, or NBA? Oh, that's boring. But I've won a couple championships. Um, in the WNBA, I, I won championship <laughs> in high school, won a lot of stuff in college, but, um, you know, there's nothing like NBA, WNBA playoffs. It's just, it's just a totally different feel. And so it's part of a team's evolution. You know, when you want to get back into championship contention, which we do, um, you have to experience the playoffs together and feel that, taste that, uh, experience that. Um, it's a necessary step to getting back winning a championship which is our ultimate goal totally do you think that um you know a lot of people say you know like teams like the Clippers or the Nets last year who hadn't been to the playoffs as a group you know before can you see our guys you know really succeeding in the playoffs not having gone all together before um it is tough you know I think it's the it is usually a needed experience um, to really go deep in the playoffs, but you know our team is a momentum team, and mm-hmm. I would not want to play us in the playoffs. Right. Yeah, we we definitely have a lot of promise, and like KP said before we uh, came out here, we're dangerous, which I totally have seen from these guys. And one more thing about the playoffs, you know, if we do move up to you know, from the seventh spot to six or five, depending on who we play, um, you know, what is the number one goal for our team for each matchup? I guess that's what I'm asking. Um, you know, how do the Clippers differ from the Dem- from Denver or the Jazz, um, you know, going into those games? Well, I mean, you know, when you're dealing with a playoff series, it's, you know, it's a, it's a long period of time and there's a lot of adjustments that are going to go on within the series, you know, mm-hmm. and you got to feel each other out a little bit. And, and a lot of it is going to be who makes the best adjustments and the, the home court advantage is, is basically gone in this, in this setting. Um, and so that's going to be an interesting dynamic that affects everybody equally. For sure. Um, you know, usually the home court advantage is so valuable in the playoffs. And if you're, if you're not the home, the home seed, the upper seed, then you have to steal one on the road, you know. And so there's there's some there's some gamesmanship that's going to be different 
um, in this seven-game series that will be very interesting to, to witness. Yeah, definitely. Um, so bringing it back to this past weekend, um, we had two, you know, regular season seeding games this weekend. Um, real, two really tough uh, games for us where, you know, we had the lead and, um, you know, kind of at the very end gave that up. Um, what were the main goals as a team going into the Houston game? Well, I mean, our goal. Well, besides, know, besides big... yeah, yeah, to, w- to win the game. But I meant, like, what are the things that the team fo- were focusing on going into the Houston game to try to pull the, out the win? You know, I thought we executed our game plan for the most part. We were in position to win that game. You know, we were up seven with 45 seconds to go. So I, I feel like we – we played the right game. We pray, played the right way. Um, we just didn't close it out. Um, but we did a good job, I think, recovering from, you know, their offensive barrage, in particular Harden in the first half. Uh, we did a better job as the game went along. Um, when we were trapping Harden, rotating behind the trap. And, uh, and so I felt like we found a pretty good defensive rhythm which is hard to do against them mm-hmm. throughout the game uh but I mean everybody saw what happened those last 45 seconds everything that could have gone wrong really really did and uh you know that's partly on us but what a lot of people don't realize is Houston they may not be interested in defense all the time um but they are one of the top teams in the league when it comes to clutch defense mm-hmm. and so you know, we didn't look great offensively down the stretch. We we have things that we're working on and discussing in clutch situations, uh, but it's not to take anything away from Houston's clutch defense, which has been been really good all year long. For sure, yeah. They, you know, when you hear Houston, you kind of think of oh, that's a really hard team to face. But you know, our guys did a really good job. Um, I I did see, you know, at the beginning of the games, the guys were kind of, you know. Houston's a tough team. They push you around. They're bullies a little bit on the floor, um, it looked like. And our guys kind of were, you know, falling at at the beginning um, a little bit, but they, you know, picked it up and kind of found their rhythm, which I think um, our team does a really good job of as well. Um, So after the loss in the gym the next day on Saturday, you know, what what did the team – First of all, obviously, I'm sure everyone was frustrated, but, you know, how was the sentiment in the gym? And also, like, what did the team work on the next day to try to improve? Well, you know, you have to have a short-term memory in our league. I mean, we had to get ready for Phoenix and mm-hmm. and recover our legs. And, and so there was um, – it wasn't – it wasn't – there wasn't a lot done in that practice other than teaching through film, um, you know, and, and Phoenix preparation. Um, but, you know, obviously it's no secret we're, we're trying to uh, figure out the best way for us to close games. And that's a collective skill that every young team has to learn. And once you get over the hump, you know, you're over it. And I feel like we're very close. And when that's going to happen, it's just like any other process. You can't always predict. Um, but we feel like we're on the verge. And I, I saw us take a lot of steps even in our game last night against Phoenix in, in our uh, strategy down the stretch. And even though we didn't get the win, I thought we, we took some good steps in, in our approach. Definitely. Um, 
yeah, they they seemed much more confident last night than I thought that they would um, after the loss on Friday. Um, but two guys that had a great game on Friday, Trey and KP, um, you know, Trey came out and had one of his best games um, with Dallas, but also in his, like, you know, scoring career. Um, what I know we talked about Trey a little bit last time, but what have you seen from him so far, um, you know, these past two games and what he can add, as well as KP, just him stepping up and kind of, you know, playing that leading role on the floor with or without Luca. Well, I mean, Trey, I think the biggest thing that you know you're going to get from him is he can score. Mm-hmm. And um, and so that's that's a nice benefit off the bench. Um, and so he, he puts a lot of pressure on the defense, and, and that's, a, that's a nice thing. You know, like I said, especially if we're resting Luca, or maybe we'll, we want to get a secondary ball handler in there um, to have. And then with KP, um, in the Houston game in particular, he did a really good job exploiting their – their size limitations and the switching that they were doing. Um, and so I thought he, you know, he was very, very smart in how he, um, he used his size against Houston. So that, that was one of the big reasons why we were in the position we were mm-hmm. to win that game. Right. Um, so going into the Phoenix game, um, you know, our guys were kind of, you know, ready, recharged for the game last night. Um, What were some things that, because I know when I was watching and obviously, you know, getting really frustrated, you know, with the score and all that kind of stuff, what are some things that the team, or like you said, like went wrong, like in the Houston game, things went wrong and things like that. What last night went wrong or also what could have we done better? The biggest thing with last night was was we kind of lost our focus in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that game shouldn't have come down to the end. You know we were we were in control of that game and we were playing the way we want to play. Um, and I don't know because I wasn't there, but I don't know whether it was relaxing, maybe even subconsciously when Booker and Aiton went out, um, right. or w- what it was. You know. Um, but you can't disrespect any NBA player. Everybody's in the NBA for a reason, and their their subs came in, and their second string came in, and they really took it to another level, and and in some ways were better um, than their first unit. And so, was that you know more to do with them or more to do with us relaxing? I don't know. Maybe it was a combination. Mm-hmm. But the third quarter is what swung the momentum, and uh, and really, you know, we lost control of the game there. Right. Um, but one thing I did see in the game, you know, and in, in the thing that the announcers were also talking about were, you know, the selflessness of, you know, Luca passing the ball or KP getting rid of the ball because, he, you know, there were too many people trying to defend him and things like that, really playing for each other. Um, do these guys practice, you know, that kind of stuff in practice or is it, you know, something that just happens on the court naturally? No, that's a big part of our identity. You know, I think any coach that, that coaches against us would tell you that a big part of our identity is our ball movement. Um, you know, we have a lot of offensive weapons. We've got a lot of skilled guys. And uh, and when we're playing um, our best and when we're thriving, you know, you'll see you'll see a lot of, of 
actions within a possession and a lot of ball movement, a lot of people movement, um, and a lot of different different guys that can hurt you. And so, um, you know, that's when that's when we thrive. Definitely, yeah. It's very, it's a very uh, heartwarming trait when you watch those guys kind of, you know, not be the ball hogs that um, you know some teams really have. Um, so what matchups do you have coming up that you're that you specifically are planning or getting ready for? Well, I'm I'm doing all of them, you know. So I've uh, I've watched all these opponents that we have left, and I'm continuing to watch them as they're playing down in Orlando and focusing specifically on um, you know what they're doing in close games. Um, so right now my mind's on Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I did watch Milwaukee's uh, fourth quarter and I watched uh, Portland's fourth quarter last night because they had close games. But but now my attention is solely towards Sacramento, who we played really well against the last time we played, um, who is a capable team that's struggling right now. And so they're a little bit dangerous. Um, and, and we need this one. You know, we need this one for, yeah. uh, you know, for ourselves as much as anything. It's not about anybody else, but we, we just need to taste taste the victory, and I think tomorrow is going to be the, the day. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely have faith in, uh, in tomorrow's game. Um, Antonius Cleveland has also been a huge, um, you know, factor for – I've seen him in a couple games. You know, the G League guys have really stepped up. How have you seen, you know, their growth in the game during just Orlando um, in general? You know, AC, he's, he's – He's got experience in the NBA, and you know, you know right off the bat, you can put him on anybody. Um, he does some things defensively that that are just spectacular. That that there's not many guys that can do, and so you trust him defensively. And what he's what he's really growing in is how to um, how to flow within our our offense and with our guys on the offensive end of the floor. And uh, and so he, you know, he's. He's trying to add value when he gets his opportunity and stay ready um, and stay true to who he is. And I think he's doing a real good job at that. And every time you, you, you do a good job in a little sample size, then you earn more trust and, and your number's more likely to get called, you know, the next time. So I think he's doing a really good job with his role. Totally. And what about Josh Rees? I know we haven't seen as much from him on the floor um, but what are just some things that, you know, he can add to the group or he has added to the group? Well, he's another one that's a fierce competitor and an excellent, excellent defender. A um, little bit different style of defender than, than Cleveland, but a really, really good defender and, and a guy that, that likes to play defense. Right. So those are two young men that really like to play defense, and that's hard to find. Um, so they both help us defensively a lot. Uh, the other, the other thing I think that are real strengths of both of those young men, uh, and and Josh Reeves in particular, is his Josh Reeves instincts for cutting, mm. uh, which is a, has been an emphasis for us here in Dallas uh, the last couple years. Um, I mean, he's he puts on a clinic, and so when he does get some time, that's something for people to watch, is him off the ball, uh, and just how dangerous he is and his feel for for when and where to cut. Yeah, I'm excited to to see them play a little bit more. Um, and I do notice that, you know, some of those things that you said, um, do notice that while they're playing. Um, so it's exciting to see them kind of thrive in that uh, on the floor with our guys um, in Orlando. 
Um, one more question I had for you was going back to the playoffs. What is, what are like the top three things that our team, you know, needs to have or needs to, you know, go into the playoffs with, you know, kind of like, what are the three things they need to um, really focus on going into the playoffs, whether it's, you know, energy or, you know, like you said, not relaxing or the third quarter, something like that. But like your three main tips for our team going into the playoffs as a new team in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're still trying to get in sync. Um, we've, mm-hmm. we've got to get in sync and we've got to get some momentum both offensively and defensively. Um, and we're, we're not, we're just not quite there yet. Um, and so, you know, we've got to focus on us as we head into the playoffs and finding our rhythm and getting in sync. And, and you know, when we're in sync, when guys like Dorian Finney-Smith and Maxie um, are just getting real nice, easy rhythm, rhythm shots. Um, and you'll see, you, you see, we're not quite there yet. And those, right. are, those guys are the benefactors of that, beneficiaries of that. You know, Luca's going to score no matter right. what. KP's going to score no matter what. But some of our other players are more affected by the rhythm that we're playing with or not. Um, and so that's, that's something that we'll look for. Uh, we definitely have to grow in our abilities to sustain focus for 48 minutes. Um, that's a big, a big thing. That's a maturing thing for our group. And, uh, and knowing, you know, feeling when we're starting to have a lull and, and knowing how to correct that. Um, and so we don't have the lulls and we, we sustain our, our performance for 48 minutes. Uh, we continue to work on free throw shooting. That's going to be important in the playoffs. And then our, our play in the clutch is everybody's talking about it. Everybody knows. We, we're gonna, we are on the verge of getting over the hump of that. We're going to have close games. Um, you know, we just got to get over the hump and get some confidence winning those. And, and then, you know, that's going to turn the results of a lot of games. And, and like I said, we'll need that in the playoffs because to beat a team like the Clippers or a, another playoff team, mm-hmm. um, you're going to have to win close games. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think, I think right now, you know, the confidence is a little down, but like you said, we need the win tomorrow night. And I think the, uh, the confidence will be restored a little bit more, um, especially since we haven't lost three in a row yet this season. So, um, so that will definitely, I think, bring some morale back up. But um, so I'm just going to open it up to you. You know, if you have anything else that you'd like to say, this is the time. So if you have anything else, let us know. No, I, you know, I saw a lot of growth in our young men yesterday, and I know a lot of people focus on the wins and the losses, and, and I understand that. Um, but, you know, I saw a lot of signs of growth in the game last night. Um, and so, in particular, one of the things that I was really impressed with was just how much Luca trusted his teammates from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to that's gonna pay dividends for us. So I'm excited to see us bounce back against SAC get some momentum going. We've got tough, we've got some tough opponents leading the playoffs. That'll get us ready. Um, and then, you know, let's see how this young team does. We, we've got to get this, this experience playing under pressure and we've got to get this experience playing playoff basketball. So this is invaluable for our franchise. Definitely. Yeah. 
definitely um, getting that, getting these games under our belt before the playoffs was a great idea. <laughs> so, well, thank you, Coach Jenny. Um, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, please rate, review, subscribe. If there's anything else that you guys want to hear from us, we'll be, you know, chatting every Monday and episodes come out Tuesday um, just about our games and our road to the playoffs. So, Again, great review, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll see you next week.